0: All right, homies, you have got to check out my friends Sandy and Wade over at Getting Magnetic Podcast. They talk about business, life, love and beyond but this month their focus is on helping creators and people who show up on social media to monetize their online influence when you convert influence to impact anything is possible there is no one better to mentor you in that realm than sandy and wade and their energy is contagious we'll drop a link to getting magnetic with sandy and wade in the show notes down below and a link to book a call with them all right now let's get to the episode Guys, guys, guys. You know that I've jumped into launching merch recently, and with the agency, I actually came in contact. I made a friend, Whitney Lamanda. She is the founder and CEO of Thread Vision, a brand creation company located in Orange County. She spent 16 years working in the LA fashion scene at Juicy Couture, LOL throwback, O'Neill and BB Dakota before launching Thread Vision to bring custom elevated apparel and accessories to the market, Thread Vision is a one-stop shop for content creators to generate revenue by developing or expanding their own brand. Whitney's also a yoga teacher, a mom, and just a general ray of sunshine. So today, we're going to dive into the behind-the-scenes of what this looks like: um, the customization, the marketing, how big you have to be to launch your own basically line that's so custom to what you do. So. Even if you aren't thinking about launching any kind of merch or fashion or whatever, this is such an interesting listen. I am just like blown away by the process of everything involved. So before we actually get into that, I want to chat with you about something that I was talking about um, on the Do Less Club call last night, and it's all around pricing. So here's the thing. I very often get asked how I come up with numbers when we are pricing brand partnerships or products, projects, maybe UGC deals, UGC packages. And I've got to say, I want this to be your permission slip I pull numbers out of my butt constantly. I pull them out of nowhere and I just kind of, I feel what feels right, you know? So I had a creator come to me and say, okay, I have this brand that's asking for one UGC video. They're a food company. They want me to go out and film this like springtime picnic thing. I have to make food for it. Like it's this whole, it's this whole shebang. What should I price it as? And I was like, okay, well, UGC, one video, user-generated content, something that they're going to use on their feed only that you do not have to post, I would generally say is 100 to $300. And that's probably, $100 is probably on the low end of what I would offer. I very often see brands come in, even for our creators, with 150 k and offer $20 per video. Uh-uh Uh uh-uh, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. So here's the problem with that pricing there. $100 to $300 is not going to pay for the time it takes to set up a whole springtime, early summer picnic extravaganza, whether that is in her backyard or it's Going and traveling to a specific location, doing it at sunset because you want better lighting and you want the vibes and you want the atmosphere and all of that. This is actually a very big project if you think about all of the details involved. So I turned to her and I said, Actually, I don't want you to pitch one video. And if you do, it's going to be expensive. And she asked me what one video would cost. And I said, $7 billion. Um, Obviously, I'm kidding, but. Really, really, one 15 second video, 15 to 30 second video, I would say $500 for that project because there is so much time involved. But here's the thing a package would be so much cheaper. If we think about a package, we can up that price so easily, so, so easily. So the recommendation really becomes one video for 500, but I wouldn't pitch that option. I really, I really wouldn't say that ever. Instead, I would say three videos for like $750. Lean into that and then ask, what do you have an example of what I'm actually creating? Can you tell me more about the usage involved? Is this going to be used in ads? Because as we start to complicate matters, as we start to add things on here, that price tag is gonna go way up. And if you followed along on Instagram for a while, you know that my general recommendation my general um equation for pricing usage or if you have my rate calculator that does it all for you, my general calculation is adding on an additional thirty percent of that rate per month used in ads ads specifically so if we're adding on an extra 250 per month of usage this price tag is going to go up really quickly just like i said this is going to elevate the price tag really really quickly so if they want 90 days which is a very typical amount of time then we're pretty much doubling the price i know i know 3 times 30 is 90% of the price. But you know what? Again, I told you, I'm going to I'm going to round a little bit. I'm just going to give you a number. So, I'm going to double the price tag if they're using it for 90 days. And that is that needs to be the conversation. It can't be I want this video in perpetuity because if they say I want this video forever to use in ads, number 1, my brain goes straight to no you don't. You don't want to use this video forever in ads. You just want to make this easy for yourself. And if They want a price tag for forever. You know what I'm going to say? $3,000 for one singular video. (laughs) That's not worth it for anyone. That's not worth it for anyone. So what you're going to do is you're going to throw in that usage and say, can you negotiate on the usage involved? It makes more sense to offer three months. I can do it for $1,500 for these three videos. This is my most popular UGC, user generated content, package. Three videos between 15 and 45 seconds. There you go, there you go. And the thing about this is if they do come back and say this isn't in our budget or you know they wanna negotiate, that's okay. I mean, you can throw in something at the end of this, depending on how much you want this. You can say I'm more than happy to negotiate on your needs and specific budget allocations. You can say that, you can open up the conversation for negotiation because then if they come back at a thousand, you know what you've done? You've increased your income, your money from the 250 you were originally going to pitch to a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars. At that point, you, whoa, at that point, I got too excited guys, at that point, It's your choice to decide, do you wanna take that deal at $1,000? Do you wanna come back in and say, hey, is there any wiggle room in the budget? Would you be willing to meet in the middle at $1,250? Yes, you gave them a $250 discount. See what happens, see what happens. And again, the worst that can happen is they come down to that $1,000 and it's still higher than your original amount. So here's your permission slip to... Open up the conversation for negotiation. Open up the conversation for the details involved in the project. Think about all of the details that I just mentioned that you really need to know. I need to know if this picnic is something that I need to travel for. I need to know the vibe of what I'm doing. Is this outside in my backyard on a patio table? Or am I doing something more interesting with more people involved? Do I need to bring a friend so that they can film this whole thing? Do I need to make something with the product? Because that's going to also take time. Do I know what usage is involved? You need all of these details before you can throw out a number and then know that, yes, I can give you math, but you know what's going to happen? They're going to negotiate anyway. So... Do you actually need to know specific math or do you just need to throw out a general number and see what happens? All right, there you go. That's your little hype session for the moment, for the day. <laughs> Let's jump into this episode, go team. Welcome back to another episode of Brand Meet Creator. Today, I have a very interesting guest, Whitney from Thread Vision. Can you tell us a little yes. bit about your wild and crazy background?
1: Yes, of course. So I um, I went to school in Los Angeles. I played soccer at Loyola Marymount. Oh. And my first job after school, yes, was working for a jewelry company. So I always made jewelry and just was creative as my own passion. And so when I got into that jewelry um, position, I then got started going to trade shows in Los Angeles and getting into the fashion scene. And I got mm-hmm. a job at Juicy Couture during their heyday. So I was doing the um, juicy sequin Sweatsuits with that on their rear. <laughs> yep, that was me. <laughs> um, and then from there, I moved to Orange County. I worked for La Jolla Group, who owns O'Neill and Metal Militia, like the mm-hmm. surf brands when I was there. And then I went to BB Dakota, which is a more fashion forward women's contemporary mm-hmm. clothing brand that was located here in Orange County. So I was um, director of production there for about seven years. And the company before the pandemic was bought by Steve Madden. So mm-hmm. we made it through the pandemic from home. But when we came back to the office, they were moving moving everything to New York. And so ah. it was that moment of it is now or never. And I decided it was now to start my own thing.
0: Yeah. So since then, obviously you've started Vision, and you've dived into working with creators. What was the, what was the inspiration for that? What made you say, okay, done with, done with BB Dakota, done with Steve Madden, like, it is we're going big on creators of all things.
1: Yeah. So I think it was a way to use the skill set that I had in creating product and using my network of amazing fashion designers, amazing sourcing expert, amazing fit technicians, using that skill and that network and being able to bring it to market in a different way. So, who needs to create product and the way the market is trending and the way social is and the way everything is going, that is clearly an e-com business who has an audience yep. creators creators are e-com they have a huge audience that wants to purchase product from them there's a study out there that i think it said that like 70% of the generation below gen z thinks that they're going to sell clothing lines through e-commerce so it is just what people are moving w- towards when, in such I don't a heavy talk way below gen z <laughs> oh, I I'm like, I don't even know. I'm not getting older. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'll stay the same. Thank you. I'll stay the same. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it was really just bringing that skill set that I had to another audience. And one other thing that I kind of didn't want to do is I didn't want to I felt like my skill set was more on the development side and not on the sales mm. side. So having the creators be their own CMOs, be their own salespeople for the product was kind of the perfect fit for what I was looking to do in the market.
0: I love that. I, I think I think that's so smart because you're so right. Creators are seriously their own CMOs. They run their sales strategy, all of that. But we have no yeah. idea how to craft a piece of clothing from the start. Yeah. And very often I see creators um, jump into these, what would you call platforms like Printful?
1: Oh, so those
0: are just um,
1: like print-on-demand merchandise platforms. So we very
0: often jump into that and we're like, "Eh, this isn't the best. I don't love it. Like I think about my sweatshirts and there's like one that's organic cotton and like a little bit better, Mm -hmm. but the other one's just a, you know, average sweatshirt. And yeah, I like the design, but it's not... My best case celebrated. Yeah. Yes. So that that is exactly
1: the challenge that we're solving. So the on-demand print websites, the merch, you can absolutely get, but you're doing it in a way that is very limited. You can only mm-hmm. do it on so many items and you can only do it in so, so many, many ways. Colors,
0: so, so many sizes. Yes. <laughs>
1: Yes. And it's difficult. You're not sampling it. You're not an expert. You don't know what questions to ask. Like, it's not your area of expertise. So, it's wonderful that these platforms exist for people who want to just dip their toe and try a few things, low minimums, like very easy, very. Very base level. But what Thread Vision does is we really elevate that product. So we're using our manufacturers around the world to build the product from scratch. So we're able to make it far more unique. We're able to create any color, any fit, any design that our clients are dreaming of so they really can have an elevated and unique product to sell to their audience. So basically, we like to focus on apparel and accessories. So any sort of sweat set, t-shirt, we can do fashion for it as well. So we just launched a line for Sarah Hill, an eight-piece capsule with all of your classic basics. That is really our wheelhouse where we're bringing everyday day. Yes, Everyday Fashion to the consumer. And that was a project that took almost two years to execute. And we just launched it last week. And it was a huge success. People really, really responded to the trust that they had already built in this creator. They wanted, they'd already been purchasing from her for so long that they were so excited when she came out with her own pieces because they knew that they were going to love them. And they bought them from her in a real Mm -hmm. way. (laughs) So, um, a few of the fun, most fun projects that we've done recently. One of them is for Goldfish Kiss. She's a watercolor artist. This, these are her shoes. They came in a custom dust bag with her logo on it. That's so in a cotton canvas. And then this is her actual watercolor art printed on a slip-on shoe. That's so. so we did amazing. a mixed panel, yes, of all of her different designs. And then we have all these cool little features. She has this little tag with her logo I love on it the here. Tag. The waves here. She has her palm trees here. She has her logo on the inside as well. So stinking
0: customized.
1: And this was- yeah. so custom. Like from scratch. This was from scratch. This is her art on a pair of slip-ons, slip on shoes. Yes. How,
0: what is the process from the beginning? Because obviously you know all of the nitty gritty of like, here's what people like in a shoe. But like, what did she come to you with? Like, was it like, I want a shoe like a van or- Like, where
1: do you start? Yeah, like a slip-on. We start with just the concept. So she had actually bought some van's shoes or some just generic slip-ons and hand painted them for her mom for a gift. Yes. And her audience loved them. So she was like, okay, it's not realistic for me to hand paint hundreds of shoes. So let me see if we can produce these. So that's where we connected and she sent us the art she wanted to use. We mocked it up into what it would look like. Then we sampled it for her. She wore them, she sent them to her friends. She made sure she loved every single piece of it. We made a few tweaks and then we produced them all for her. We also ship our product into our warehouse here in Orange County and do all of the fulfillment for our clients. So the that's orders will quick. come through our clients' shoppable website and then we'll fulfill them so that the um, clients don't have to do any of the box storage or any of the shipping themselves too.
0: Right. Because that's the part that's not realistic. Like if I went to a right. shop right now and was like, I want, you know, even a hundred, even a hundred. That sounds like the death of me sending off a hundred randomly purchased items. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We definitely have a
1: system down to make it easy. It's not something that you really want to be storing and spending your time on. So we're a one-stop shop to take all of that product development, all of the design work, any of the branding, any of the integrations off the plate of our clients so that they can just focus on their content and seamlessly start using the product in their day-to-day. Day, which is naturally going to sell them and naturally going to generate revenue.
0: So, what size of creators have you really been focusing on? Like, where have you seen success yeah. with people's own merch lines or own? What was yes, I it? mean, own lines in uh, general.
1: It's their own brand. So many of our creators are creating brands outside of their own social names so that they have another stream of revenue in case the Mm -hmm. social world changes in a way that they're not able to have partnerships or collabs in the way that Mm -hmm. they used to. So we have worked with clients of all different sizes. So we have ranged from maybe under 50,000 followers to over 2 million followers. Yes. It is... The level of engagement and loyalty from the mm. audience that really moves the needle the most, not just your count.
0: Yeah. What creator have you worked with that's like sold out in like that? I mean, a lot of our creators
1: have. Um, honestly, the last launch I was just talking about with Sarah Hill, she yeah. immediately sold out of sizes and started selling out of styles. So it is just that's amazing. It's so hard to know how the audience is gonna respond to product. And it feels like um, 100%. And we never want right? to. Sp- I believe she is. Um, I'd yeah. have to double check, but she um, she's just has a loyal audience that trusts her. And that's really what building the brand is. It's building an audience that trusts you so that they'll continue to purchase from you.
0: That's amazing. Can you show us some of yeah. the Sarah Hill stuff? Yes.
1: Oh, yes, of course. I'd also grabbed the um the fanny Ooh, pack. So okay. this is yes. Show us the So bag this was because
0: you showed me this on our first call, and I okay. raved about this bag to like six people. Cause I was like, oh my God, I just met these girls that started the company <laughs> and they created this bag that's so cute and so luxe,
1: and it's you so would good. love it. It's show us so this bag. Good. Okay. So this was a content creator. Her name is Asha Bailey. She's a wedding photographer and a creator. So she wanted to create a fanny pack that she and other wedding um, service industry people could use that was functional, but also Mm -hmm. cute. So she wanted it to be able to fit her um, camera, her lens, her memory card. And then she wanted maybe the florist to be able to fit their cutters, like all the different components that a wedding person would have. Anybody could use this bag. So we made it with suede on the front, vegan leather on the top. It has this cross stitching to elevate it. It has this removable chain. As just like a fashion piece. So if you don't want that when you're working, you can just take it off. It clips on and off. And then it opens from both sides so you can have easy access to your inside. And it has a mesh, stretchy mesh pocket so that you can easily store things. So it's really functional. On the back is the zipper pocket for your cell phone so that that's safe and taken care of. And it's big of. enough
0: for your and cell then, phone and not just one oh, single yes.
1: card. <laughs> no, we got so much room in here. You could put everything. And then even here, this fits, this fits your memory card for your camera. So your SD card could go in here or something else so um, while you're using your bag. Yeah, so And then we added these rivets to make it elevated. So every little detail is really thought about when we're going into the design work of the product. And that's so cool too, because when you're doing something like on merch wise on Printful or right. on a dropship, you're designing it yourself. There's only so many things you can do and so many places you can even put your logo. Mm-hmm. So when you're working with Thread Vision, you're getting a real fashion designer. Our creative director, Natalie, is amazing. And she's going to bring ideas to the table that you've never thought of. And so there's so much added value and having something in the market that somebody would buy just because it's a cool piece. And then also to support you and your brand.
0: I love that. I love that. I think it's so smart and I think it makes the item so much more wearable, you know, like that's something that you would buy off of a a store because you found it and absolutely loved every bit of it. And that's so valuable right, exactly. to a service provider in particular. Like I love that you're saying, you know, this isn't just a, you know, like to know what influencer, this is a service provider that really saw a need in the industry that was so specific yeah. and then made it. Yeah. Yes. So that's one of the most fun things
1: I think we do is when there's something in the market that doesn't exist and somebody has an idea of how to make it better or to bring something new. So we can create things completely from scratch. We can create things that don't exist or need to be improved in some sort of way, which is mm. really exciting.
0: So if we are thinking about some kind of good or service, no, not service. Yes. We're <laughs> thinking about some kind of good or road, line or whatever. Yeah. Give us your big your best tips for making it more snatchworthy. Like what what makes Ooh. someone buy immediately?
1: Oh, that is a great question. I think it's design. I think people's eyes are just attracted to the things they love and that's what's going to help them purchase and click that button. And then of Mm. course, there's all the background that goes into it. You know, We're making sure the price point is appropriate. We're making sure we launch at a seasonally appropriate time that Mm. our color stories are on trend. So our design work is super important to make sure that that item is going to get snatched up right away. What about specific colors? Oh, so I will say this. I will give you a little, a real gold nugget here. Give us the gold nugget. Neutrals and basics colors always outsell Mm. fashion. They just do. So if you are thinking of launching a merch collection and you want to have a couple sweatshirts, you're going to sell more in black, white, gray, nude, neutrals, creams than any fashion color that you could add to the collection.
0: Yeah, I think it's so funny because all of us like look at, oh, this is such a fun color, or I found this like perfect tone to fit with my brand or whatever. And realistically, when you're buying as a consumer, like that is, Mm -hmm. that isn't what you're thinking about. You're thinking about wearable, Mm -hmm. wearable all the time. Yeah, so we're bringing
1: that expertise in terms of like our experience in merchandising and launching collections. So we were launching four lines or four seasons a year for like three lines every single year for seven years. So we've done this yeah. so many times. We know what the market trends are. We know what the merchandising should be in terms of when you bring back styles, the cadence of bestsellers, the size analysis for what size scale you're buying. Mm. All those type of things go into the project that maybe people wouldn't think about when they're starting.
0: So detailed. So you were telling me about a couple other little, little tweaks that are super branded. What are, what are some other things that you can add to merch that makes it more, more of an ecosystem really? Yes, we are loving pushing
1: some sort of marketing or some sort of value add with the product to the content creator. So one of the ways we can do that is with a QR code. So we had a client that put the QR code on the bottom of her coffee mug. And so you could scan to listen to the podcast before you pour your coffee and then enjoy in the morning. I
0: love that. We did a
1: custom. We did a custom box. This is her watercolor art, her logo on top, Life with Loverly. This is um, her podcast. And then this is her handwriting high on the outside of the mug. We did pink on the inside. You could add logos here. You could add words. Whatever you want, you can customize this. And then here's her QR code to scan. So this was a wonderful way to put promo or promote her podcast through her product. I love that. This is her perfect double-breasted blazer. It fits like a dream. And any woman should have this in their closet. <laughs> you can dress a blazer up or down in so many ways. You have your perfect V-neck T-shirt. She is. Um, she has a wonderful sense of style. She likes to wear things kind of off the shoulder, yeah, kind yeah. of casual. And so we made the necklines a little bit bigger so that she could mm. get that look on all of her items. So if you're using more standard... Um, You know, fits from the market, you're not going to be able to make that kind of adjustment to have it fall off the shoulder like she wants for her style. And then everything's obviously branded with her brand. So all of the hang tags, all of the labeling is all Sarah Hill.
0: Right. And you know, all of the stuff on these like paper print, that's so cute. I need that right now. So this is her over. (laughs) I know. This is
1: also velvet lined uh oversized zip up hoodie and then it just has her tonal embroidery logo on the sleeve super elevated so cute. super cute so cute yeah so yeah, good yeah what
0: i what i was saying is with all of these like paper print stuff all of the paper print sites you just have really low quality stuff so seeing yeah. seeing all of the higher quality it, it's just a game changer yeah So we have
1: like books and books and books and books of fabrics that we get to select from. So when you're buying a blank sweatshirt, you have... French terry and maybe a fleece we have 20 books of fleece and 30 books of French terry to select from along with other options of course so this is our shacket for Sarah she did this wonderful sherpa lining with the plaid and it's nice and oversized but it's just your perfect fit and of course it has pockets because Mm -hmm. you need them and this is snaps rather than buttons for an easy on and off so this is her perfect big hood too which is really cute And then her last piece is a slip dress that is adjustable, so it has side pulls, so it comes all the way up to be super sexy and slinky for a little Vegas trip, or it goes all the way down for the office. Yes, it is so good, and it's really flattering because as you start to gather, you can Mm -hmm. cover any problem area that you want. It's also bra-friendly. So it's really like the most versatile dress that you could wear to any event, any time. You add any of these pieces over it, and you just have the look you're you're wanting. I'm sure she wears her entire line every day. Oh yes, of course I would. I do. Oh,
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm designing a right? perfect so wardrobe good. for myself. I have my capsule wardrobe. That's yes. it. And I never need to buy. <laughs> that's it. Here it <laughs>
1: That's the idea. Um, and then that. I was mentioning um, these are marketing inserts that we put in the packages when they're actually going to the customer. So this is Sarah's. It has a little, this little cute picture of her. It has her Instagram handle. And then it has a nice message from her on the back. Sweet. This one had a little QR code for a discount, you need a little the QR thank you code. note.
0: I feel like the QR yes, code, code love is,
1: it. is so fun. It's so smart. Yeah. So we were talking to um, a dog shelter and they wanted to do hats t- as like uh-huh. a fundraising for the shelter itself. And so we suggested putting a QR code t- that linked to a donation site on the inside of the hat on a tag. Mm-hmm. So if somebody saw the hat and asked about the shelter, you could literally take it off. They could scan and donate like on the sidewalk when you're talking to them.
0: You know what's funny? I was just talking to my dad about this because one of his friends... <laughs> one is one of his friends him and his friend are really into metal detecting this is oh yes an old it's man in hobby in orange county <laughs> <laughs> yes it is <laughs> so they go metal detecting all the time and one of them like started a YouTube channel and he made shirts and he put a QR code to the YouTube on the arm but it's so sleeve. big that number one you'd have to like seriously like... Position (laughs) to like actually click it. So my dad and I were talking. He was like, "You know what you should do? You know it would be really smart if you put the QR code right here, so that you don't even need to talk to them." I was like, "Oh my god!" (laughs) scan your back. You oh my gosh, that's so funny. See? Oh. They apps
1: they absolutely have the right idea. They just needed a little help with the execution of oh, it. They just needed you <laughs> to elevate the yes, style exactly. of this you give them my number.
0: metal you know, detector shirt. <laughs> yes. <Sure>. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so good. It's so funny. So, okay. yeah. I, my brain is just going in a billion different directions because the way that I the way that I coach is really that as a creator, you want to be dropping breadcrumbs of whatever your goal mm-hmm. is long term. Like yes. if you are, yes. if you want to launch this merch line and you know you kind of have to wait until your audience is more engaged or your audience is bigger, what are those things that we can start doing now to really build trust or build interest in something like this down the road?
1: I would say just start really paying attention to what your audience is
0: asking you about and what's Mm -hmm. engaging them
1: the most. Your audience is really the people who are going to point you to what product area you should be going into for your future product drops, right? They're telling you what they want to see from you on the daily. Start listening. That would be my biggest piece of advice.
0: Oh, that's that's so true. It's so true. And I I think very often advice goes right over her heads because it's so close to our face that (laughs) someone is saying like, oh, where did you get that journal? Where did you get that journal? Where did you get that journal? And we go, oh, I just got it on Amazon instead of saying- yep. I could make this myself easy peasy. Exactly. Well, it wasn't easy
1: peasy. I think it's easy peasy now if you know about ThreadVision services, but if you don't, (laughs) you might be really overwhelmed and not know where to start to create this awesome planner that you know your audience is going to want to buy from you. Love it. Yeah, paper products are an amazing um, item to purchase because they're so customizable and you can add any sort of like specific features that you know your audience is going to want on their daily planner. So we've done like tear off planners. We've done a perforated planner where pieces can tear off, which was really cool. And then we've done notebooks and then yearly planners as well. So anything that you want to create. So here's the gold foil, the back with the QR code the front and it's, it's all custom. So it's just whatever you want to create from your heart, we can help bring it to, to life
0: for you. Have you guys done affirmation cards? We have not done affirmation cards, Mm. but we would love to asking so selfishly. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I love it.
1: Affirmation cards are wonderful. You can be so customized and create every single one of them exactly how you want them to be. Oh, don't tempt me with a good time.
0: So, <laughs> I need to know the pricing of this because you talked about minimums a little bit. I want to dive into that just yeah. a tad deeper. Um, what does sure. the what does the pricing really look like on some of this? Because with the yeah. drop, drop ships, you are looking at, you know, pay per sale. Like you're paying for the actual sweatshirt, you're getting the money back from whatever someone buys, but it's yeah as you go. It's not some kind of big investment. Obviously, this is a bigger investment because we're putting time and energy and work and love and care yes. into building something yes. that you actually love. Tell it, right. Tell it so since we're building the product from scratch, it has a much
1: longer lead time. We can't do projects in less than about three to four months. Mm-hmm. And so most people are not pre-buying items that they're not going to receive for that long. So Mm -hmm. we are running a model where we are committing to inventory. Our minimum is normally about 300 units of an item. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we can do a little less. Sometimes it's a little more just depending on what it is. Um, and then a
0: bigger minimum
1: versus a lower minimum. Great question. So the more custom and the more intricate intricate you get with the designs, the higher the minimum. So if you're doing mm. a super fashion forward line where we're fitting the items to be perfect to the body like multiple times, you could have a 600 unit minimum and the line could take a year to develop, oh. right? More um, accessible items would be like a crew neck sweatshirt. That would be a 300 unit minimum. And your price point, we're selling the items to our clients at a wholesale cost that includes the cost of our goods and our service fee for design and sampling. So we're baking in our costs so that you have a transparent budget before you start Mm -hmm. the project and you're not getting invoiced piecemeal along the way. Mm -hmm. So let's say you wanted to do a coffee mug. We could do 300 units and depending on your design, the size of the mug, Maybe I'm selling it to you at a wholesale price of $15, and then you get to mark it up however you see fit for your audience and the item, and then those profits are all yours.
0: Mm. So, another piece that I want to dive into considering this price, this price thing, because I mean, if a if a coffee mug is 15 bucks, right? You can't mark it up that much more. Like your profit mm-hmm. is not actually going to be that big. So for totally. 300 for 300 units, mm-hmm. we're looking at what is the price tag on that?
1: So 300 times 15 would be 4,500. So we it's a very minimal investment to purchase the product. It's, it's an accessible price point. Um, and we just ask for 10% down to get started with design and sampling. And then 50% of the budget would be due once you approve samples. So our clients love the product before they're really committing in a larger way to that inventory.
0: But as a newbie, as a newbie, $4,500 mm-hmm. $4, is still quite it's a way bit. way too much. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yes. But I want to talk about... The marketing effect of some of these things, because that that's really what you're doing. If the profit is not huge, you are really pushing brand awareness by mm-hmm. putting out a mug like that, by putting out a journal. Yes. It's a brand move. Yes. It's not so the much the brand value. Yes. The brand value is priceless.
1: The financial priceless. rewards. Take a little bit of time because when you start, we're going to encourage you to start small, right? We're going to mm-hmm. buy minimum quantities and we're going to test your audience to see what they love. And they mm-hmm. see, we're going to see what they want to continue to buy from you. And then we're going to tweak it along the way. So yes, in the beginning, you're not just going to start profiting. It you know, excessive. It takes time to build a brand. It takes time to build that value and that trust with your audience for them to start to really come to you for those products. Mm -hmm. So we're going to help guide you, make sure that we're testing a few different ideas. We're going to test your marketing. We're going to make sure your audience is responding. And then we're going to go down the path that they're pointing us to as we grow. And as Mm -hmm. the buys start to get bigger and the sales start to pick up, then you're really creating that revenue that you were eyeing from the beginning.
0: Right. And I think we think about 300 people and we're like, oh, that's just not that big. You know, you're not actually making all that money from that. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, 300 people with a mug, like, does that really make a difference? But 300 people with a mug with your name on it with a QR code on the bottom? Are you kidding me? Yes.
1: Yeah. The brand, the brand value is just unbelievable to have that product, to show that you are a professional growing your brand. You are a business person looking mm-hmm. to, you know, have a career, build yourself, and that you're doing this full time for them. And it's not just a side, you know, a funsy thing. It's really for the people who are looking to grow this as their career.
0: Right. Say it with your chest. You are a personal brand. Yeah. This is not a little funsy thing. <laughs> Yes, exactly. If you are ready to take the next step, a product is absolutely
1: on your path. Huge.
0: Yes, it's huge. Yeah. So Whitney, yeah. Tell, tell us where to find you.
1: Yes, you can find us on Instagram at ThreadVision and online. We are thethreadvision.com. All of my information, my cell phones everywhere. You can always call me if you need.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so yes. much for joining us on Brand Meet Creator. Thank you for having me. It was so,